Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on the State of Ukraine, what are reasonable goals for Ukraine's counteroffensive? I'm Greg Dixon. There's been a lot of discussion recently about whether Ukraine's long-talked-about counteroffensive against Russia has begun. But what should the goals of that military campaign be, and what are realistic expectations? Here's NPR's Greg Myrie. Major military operations are normally shrouded in secrecy. But Ukraine's planned offensive against Russia has been undergoing public debate for months, and this has created a wide range of expectations. Stephen Pfeiffer is a former U.S. ambassador to Ukraine. In the best case, what the Ukrainians do is they really liberate a lot of territory, perhaps even pushing the Russians back to the line on February 23 of last year before this massive Russian invasion began. That would be a huge blow to Moscow. This scenario would erase Russia's most important advance over the past year, the creation of a land bridge connecting Russian troops in eastern Ukraine, the Donbass region, to Russian forces in the south, in Crimea. But Pfeiffer acknowledges this is pretty optimistic. Probably a more realistic expectation is that the Ukrainians take a good chunk of territory back, something that would be seen in the West as underscoring that Ukraine has the potential to win. The U.S. and other NATO nations are sending Ukraine tanks, drones, and artillery, giving it more firepower than ever as it plans this offensive. But the lengthy buildup has given Russia time to reinforce vulnerable spots in the south and east where Ukraine is most likely to attack. Michael Kaufman is at the think tank, the Center for Naval Analyses. He believes a Ukrainian offensive can succeed, but says it will be more challenging than the one that pushed back Russian troops last fall. It may require multiple offensives on multiple fronts, and it will likely be conducted over the period of several months, rather than days or weeks. And Ukraine's offensive comes with big risks. Angela Stan at Georgetown University says Ukraine needs to advance on the battlefield to maintain the strong level of political and military support it's receiving from the West. If they don't show much success, it's going to be much harder to justify supplying all the weapons to them. Um, so I think you, they could then say if they take back some territory, hey, look, we're making progress. It's very tough. Um, we still need the equipment, the money, and please send us more. Michael Kaufman says Ukraine and its Western supporters could well have different definitions of success. Well, the honest answer is I think we'll know it when we see it. And it will, to some extent, be subjectively interpreted by different capitals, you know, in Europe and amongst Ukraine's other Western partners. The analysts also agree on another key point. Regardless of how this Ukrainian offensive plays out, they don't think it will end the war. They see Russian leader Vladimir Putin playing the long game, believing he can wear down Ukraine's military and the willingness of the West to provide sustained support. Again, Angela Stent. So the Russians still have hundreds of thousands of young men, cannon fodder, whom they can conscript. Uh, Ukraine doesn't have, you know, endless numbers of young men it can send to the front. Stephen Pfeiffer, meanwhile, was a longtime diplomat, but he doesn't think now is the right time for peace talks. I believe at some point there will be a negotiation in this war between Kiev and Moscow, but it, not now and not while the Russians have shown 
absolutely no indication that they're serious. Piper says Ukraine has repeatedly surprised the world in this war. Be prepared, he says, to be surprised again. Greg Myrie, NPR News. Thanks for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back for more on the war and its impacts around the world. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Homes.com. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? These are all things parents ask when they home shop. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools. Homes.com. We've done your homework. With NPR Plus, there's more to hear, like extended interviews with some of the experts we talk to at Planet Money and The Indicator. It's a mistake for economists to only think about economic efficiency when considering policies because you'll actually wind up with a worse outcome. And with NPR Plus, you help keep NPR going. Learn more at plus.npr.org.